0: Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am Marcia Van Weinsberg. I am a speaker, a coach, and a published author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will share tips, tools, and strategies used by our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in their lives. I am on a mission to educate, empower, and inspire you to see that when you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive right in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today we are speaking with Cassie Jeans. Now, I cannot tell you how powerful this conversation was. There are many times that you will hear me almost stumped because I am just blown away at her knowledge and the depth of what she's saying, and how much it hit home for me at that point, at that specific day, and virtually every day, but it really just hit home for me. Cassie is a dedicated leader for women who want to fully embrace all aspects of their soul, and take full ownership of their life. She is an advocate for the transformational power, self-worth, a woman has in her life, and has a gift of eradicating self-doubt, Unlimiting beliefs using the power of words, practical step-by-step solutions, and the wisdom of intuition. She is interested in what lights up a person's soul and guides them to see that by following that path alone, all other core desires all naturally fall into place. She's offered us a freebie that I have put into the show notes as well, but I'll tell you, this episode just really, like I said, it hit home, very powerful. I almost felt it though I was having a conversation with Deepak. It was just so deep and so powerful. We talked about transformations and how powerful and possible they are when we believe in ourselves and our own self-worth of actually deserving the transformation. The power of our language in changing our belief systems and consciously choosing the energy, people, places, and situations, circumstances, everything that we do and what we surround ourselves with as this will impact how we show up in the world. Listening to our intuition because it's always guiding us and we must make space to listen to and learn to trust it. Being grateful for our challenges and experiences as they shape us into who we are meant to become. The freedom of vulnerability and showing up as our true selves, that is how we impact the light that we have and the way for others in the world and how gratitude is the most important ingredient for creating the possible shifts in our lives honestly, I love this episode. It's going to go down as one of my favorites. And I first heard Cassie in our mastermind group with Sarah Swain and the great Canadian women platform. And I knew she was somebody that I wanted to connect with and interview. So thank you so much, Cassie, for all of the tools and the, honestly, the nuggets that you dropped and the knowledge that you dropped for everyone here. I know you will love this episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today, I am so thrilled to have Cassie Jeans with us. She is a self-worth coach. I first heard Cassie speak in the Great Canadian Women's Mastermind, and I absolutely fell in love with her energy and wanted to connect. So I'm super happy to have you here today, Cassie. Hey, Marsha. Thank you so much for having me here. My pleasure. My pleasure. So before we start, we are going to get into just a few little quick questions so people can get to know you. Where are you from? Oh, I am from a
1: little town, Port Hope, Ontario. We've okay. been our east of Toronto, so <laughs> fully Canadian. Awesome. And uh,
0: yeah, that's, that's it, I guess. Have you always <laughs> been there? Always been like lived, born, raised and been there?
1: Uh, pretty well. So you lived here pretty well most of my life. Um, I did live in Mexico when I was a young, young kid for a few years. My mom's Mexican. So that's definitely a part of me for sure. But we moved here and I did kindergarten here. So I've, I've been here a majority of my life. Oh, that's
0: awesome. How big is Port Hope?
1: I don't even know. I don't even know. Maybe, maybe 17, maybe 20,000.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm originally from Tulsa, and that was, I think, 15,000. So I, yeah. I thought Port Hope was around that same size. That's what I was. It is. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Yeah. It's a little gem. Awesome. You, what would be your most impactful book you've read? Uh, the Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I, I figured, I, I didn't want to assume Brene, but I'm not surprised. My, yeah my yeah. that's one of my favorites and so is Darren greatly there's something about Darren greatly yeah. that i just i just i've gone back to that one multiple times in my life and um she's on my bucket list to meet one day she's- oh totally oh
1: my goodness <laughs> yeah absolutely
0: um do you have a favorite quote
1: um for a seed to achieve it's oh my gosh Greatest purpose or something like that. It's Cynthia Ocelli who wrote it. At yeah. uh, first, I could probably look it up. It's the one that it always is my favorite quote, but I always um, tend to not get the word
0: exactly. Oh, that's okay. What's the, What does it mean to you? What is the quote? Wait, so it's about the roots. Is it? Is it the one about the seeds and the roots?
1: Hold on. So for oh. a seed to achieve its greatest expression, it must come completely undone. Oh. The shell cracks. Its insides come out, and everything changes. Mm-hmm. To someone who doesn't understand growth, it would look
0: like complete destruction. That is, I have goosebumps. I love yeah. that quote. That's like, and who's, who is that? That's right. Cynthia? Cynthia o-
1: Ocelli. I would say Ocelli. It's O-C-C-E-L-L-I-E. Yeah.
0: yeah. I know. I've seen that. Yeah. I know. I've definitely seen that quote. That's a beautiful quote. Yeah. Um, do you have a mentor who has impacted your life? It can be somebody, you know, somebody you don't know.
1: That's a really interesting question. I feel like I've had a lot of people impact Mm -hmm. my life. Um, If we're looking for a physical presence, then it would definitely be women like Brene Brown Mm -hmm. uh, who've absolutely impacted my life. Uh, Coach, I had... way back, like three years ago, uh, Jeffrey Combs, he impacted my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if we're talking in regards to other mentorships, um, I would definitely say mother nature has absolutely Mm -hmm. impacted my life. Um, And then I would definitely give props to divine source energy, God universe, uh, because there's a lot of wisdom that gets um, transmuted through me that I cannot take full ownership for. So yeah, absolutely.
0: You're you're a vessel, right? (gasps) very much the vessel that comes through that's awesome that is beautiful that's beautiful lots of good gratitudes there what is something that lifts you up like what drives you what keeps you going Oh my gosh. So
1: my belief in humanity absolutely mm. keeps me going. It's just like, I find it bizarre. Like when I really like reflect, I'm like, what the heck is this? I just actually recorded a podcast about it because, um, it drives me. It's like this, this internal force inside of me that has always been president. I have poems written since I was like, 14, 13, 16 years old of this heartbreak that I would have for humanity because there was this truth inside of me that knew that there was something more for every single one of us on the planet if we would just allow ourselves to embody and express, like come to this like surrender of like, oh my gosh, like, and for me, it was, I'm worth it, I'm worth it, Um, and that kind of stuff. So that is a big driving force within me is to see every Mm-hmm. Every person really understand like the beauty and the grace and like the sovereignty that was placed on their life just because they came into consciousness they didn 't have to do anything for it it 's already been handed to them this undeniable unconditional love so so that really motivates me for some reason oh. and uh, it's so it 's so funny because i 'm like i 'm not you know i 'm also food motivated i 'm you know like i am like i 'm really motivated <laughs> by food but this' is like by cooking, is or by <laughs> cooking
0: or eating by cooking or eating.
1: Oh my goodness. So yeah, that drives me to just God,
0: keep on going. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, that's a, you know, that very different, not different, but, um, strong set of belief. You know, I mean, I'm sure you must be somebody that, that is almost not repelled. What's the word? Do you get very, um, distance yourself from certain energy negative? Oh yeah. Like you must be like, yep. Yeah, nope. That's not. Yeah. Something totally. I'm yeah.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. I just know. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, Oh, okay. That's,
0: that's it. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's I gathered
1: everything I needed to know for right now. Oh, easy, easy. We yeah. we always have this
0: ongoing joke that sometimes when we go somewhere and we're meeting new people, and we'll be in a circle and say introduce people, and within like within seconds, I'm like, yeah, no, and I turned and I just yeah. kind of like politely yeah. I excuse myself. My husband always yeah. laughs. He's like, he yeah. just knows. I'm like, yeah, I don't choose to stand there. It's not yeah. actually personal. I actually say no. it's not personal. It's I choose don't to not be around it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not here to
0: change somebody. Yeah. Um, right? Yeah. It's just taking control of your own energy and knowing what feeds you.
1: Absolutely. 100%, Marcia.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this is, um, I mean, self worth coach. And you just talked about believing in the you know, divine humanity and how we are, you know, how we can stand in and surrender and accept that we all are here with, I always say, unique gifts. Like, we all have very unique yeah. gifts that most of us, I can't use your gifts and you can't use mine. And so to see them untapped is sad. That is not the direction that, you know, we want anybody to be in. So tell me, what does a self-worth coach, like what do you do? Uh,
1: So what I do is, so there's a genuine belief in people. And I think that's where the passion really comes from. So I basically advocate for you to own your life. Mm -hmm. and to own it from a place of worth as opposed to a place of disdain. So often we will take responsibility for things that were actually not for us to take responsibility for. We will appease certain types of behavior that should actually never be appeased because they go against our sovereign right as a human being. Mm -hmm. Um, And what self-worth does is it shakes everything up. So basically what I do is when I'm sitting with somebody and I'm listening to their story, I'm hearing what it is that they're saying, the intuitive part of me starts to like bubble up because what I'm going to do is I'm going to shake up their entire foundation of truths and limiting beliefs that they've literally created a life around. And I'm going to ask them to remove those from their life and then actually plant seeds of things inside of their life that actually nourish and propel them forward Mm. to grow. So self-worth has a lot to do with unraveling of becoming undone. Hence why that quote is so significant because it's, it's this shaking up of everything that we ever thought was supposed to be and actually choosing what is possible, but choosing what is possible based on the evidence of our worth.
0: There is so much power there in what you've just said. And I, I mean, absolutely. There's so many questions that I can go into. I want to, um, where, you start with like you say unpacking our self like our self-worth our limiting beliefs and the plan that plan of what we think our life is supposed to be like Mm -hmm. where do you think that comes from
1: oh I think that comes from a variety of things Uh, and I think we're seeing it show up in the media quite heavily now in regards to women's rights um social change yes um me too um uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, I think we're seeing it show up because it, what's what's happening is there, like even the call to courage, uh, Bernie Brown's work, mm-hmm. a lot of it um, brings a lot of stuff that we're in the shadows, brings it onto light so we can actually take a good conscious look at it and start to recognize and realize that so much of the stuff we've been doing has literally been on autopilot, pilot, Mm. has literally been unconscious, has literally been because someone else told us that it, that's how it was supposed to be. Right. And we just went with it. For years, if you think about women's history, we've just gone with it. And we're not going with it anymore, but we're not going with it anymore because we're angry. We're not going with it anymore because we believe what's possible. We believe in unity. We believe that we are equal level playing fields that there is no hierarchy, that there is no system that is above or below us, that we are on the same plane, all having very similar experiences on the planet. So when we start to take that into account, um, it becomes very difficult to see things that are happening in the world and be a bystander and go, oh, Well, that's just how it's always been. Well, that phrase alone has gotten more people into trouble and has denied people's pain in such a way that now we are seeing what actually means to no longer say that because all of these voices are coming up so loud and so clear, saying, "No, this is not okay." Um, And and yeah, so I I think it's just a stream of consciousness, and we're at a where we've shifted like a universal focus um, and we're, we're, we're doing our best at steering away from the ego. We're doing our best and I, I think um, the next generation is going to be incredibly conscious and I don't know what that means for them, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't mm-hmm. know what that means for them, but I do know that they will be, my hope for them is that they can express themselves in such a way where they believe as well in humanity and they see themselves as a part of it as opposed to as opposed to the consumer of it.
0: Wow. And so the consumer of humanity, what does that mean?
1: Uh I and that's to, to me um mm-hmm. yeah no I'm just curious. I, yeah yeah no for sure I, yeah I, I think we think we thought at some point that we could just take it all.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. And we're really learning uh pretty harshly that we can't take it all that if
0: you, yes Ugh, if you like right? i mean everything yeah. from like environment to i mean yeah, yeah. no 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 this is that's yeah. very powerful that is very yeah. very powerful i can see a lot of different um angles question wise that that makes me think of yeah but it's funny it's for some reason my brain was going right to the you know this plan this plan that we have and i mean i've shared my story with you we spoke a little yes. bit about right um as far as dealing with substance abuse, that was not my plan. Like there was nothing in my, that was never the plan that I had. But for some reason we create this plan that we're never going to have problems. (laughs) Yeah. Right, the avoidance, and we avoidance, the pain. Right, we, right. We have, and then, and then, when the plan isn't working out, we put all of our energy to fixing the plan instead of instead of like trying to fight everything with resistance. That this is my plan. Like, why is it not working out? And there must be yeah. something wrong. We fall on the victim because obviously something is wrong. Like, this is I did something wrong. She did something wrong because my plan isn't working. But really, I'm laughing a little bit in the fact that the plan was ridiculous from the beginning. Totally. Totally. That anytime
1: oh, anytime that the plan involves avoiding pain, it's ridiculous. There, there isn't an, a, there, there is not, that's not part of our experience. We right. were designed to feel all of it. Mm-hmm. And in feeling all of it, that means we're going to feel intense amounts of joy and intense amounts of pain.
0: Okay. So then do people um, spend a lot of time um, numbing to avoid the pain? Like okay. that is really, if we think if we're just breaking that down even further, mm-hmm. I mean, I did myself, I know I did, is that you spend time, like the, you're looking at the plan, it's not going the way that you think. So now it's like, okay, I can't, I'm can't i putting everything I can in to fix the plan. It's not working because I, I don't have control of the plan. And then on top of that, it's like, I don't want to feel that pain. So how can I numb that to avoid Absolutely. it? Which Absolutely. Which still keeps me stuck.
1: Absolutely.
0: And no. unconscious. Yeah. yeah unaware. Yeah. Yeah. That is really, really powerful. I, um, the one thing I've always said is, you know, when people, cause it's, it's, it's routinely I'm asked like, what is the one thing that you could change if you, if you could go back and change that would change your story? And it took me a long time to really come up with the answer. And I really feel that I could go back and change literally everything that I did and still have the same story Mm. because so many of the variables were outside of me. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's the missing thing is that we really believe we have this master control yeah. of everything we don't. And, and then we fight the control that we never had and only to keep ourselves stuck in that yeah, cycle absolutely. of low self-worth
1: absolutely absolutely
0: yeah that's powerful I never really looked at it that way and it's funny I I mean I've done a lot of in-depth but thank you for helping me to see that differently oh you're (laughs) welcome yeah and think of that no it's it's interesting and I'm sure somebody will relate to that because it is we get stuck in that plan so then if things if life is not going as we expected which honestly please tell me who is is going exactly as they expected no one's right then Mm -hmm. then it's no wonder we get stuck in a cycle of low self-worth because we don't feel we're measuring up to a plan that we created from the beginning. That didn't make sense.
1: It didn't make sense. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And it's, there's a lot of systems that we play into, right. Mm -hmm. That we adopt as our own system. Um, And so if you think about like yourself, like going through just the educational um, platform and Mm -hmm. you're, whole purpose in, in being in school was to go to the next step. So to get the good grades, um, to be in the good behavior group, to go to the next step and the next step went to get good grades, to be in the good behavior group, to make the connections that would give you the good job um, and then continue on so that you could have the good job, which means that then you would be next to the good people and have the good house and have the good lawn, oh a good car, have a good vacation. Right. So all of these things were like, if you would just be good, then um, you will get everything that society thinks that is like really good for you. And that's where consumerism goes in so that you can spend your money on the weekends numbing the pain because you're avoiding what it means for you to be alive. Your life is an expression of your creative genius, is an expression of your empathetic qualities, is an expression of you as um, like an, an entity on the planet who is equally spirit as they are like physical. Mm-hmm. So when you're denying yourself, um, your expression, your ability to be able to contribute, um, you're denying so many big parts about part of your makeup um, as like a human being, um, all to have the title of good and, and good gets us, um, not very far. And there's that, uh, quote, you know, I don't know of a well-behaved woman who ever made history. I don't, I don't. Right. Cause she could have constantly had to come up against the grain, go against the grain, come up against the system and say, the system is broken. I will not participate in it. No, I will sit down. This is wow. my place. I will take it here. Right. And it's just like, Oh my goodness. Well yeah absolutely and so i really i i believe that there is this drive inside of all of us to 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 make a stand to to believe in something and it doesn't mean we have to do it the same way i mean right. i'm in awe of those that live their life holistically in a garden and can nourish themselves from the earth that way and don't you know participate in the grocery store and, and everything is provided and they know how to do all of these really cool mm-hmm. things like canning i think it's super cool i could learn it absolutely <laughs> um but it's not my soul jam right, right. so right. it's not the thing that drives me okay and that's cool but it but for but it's very purposeful and meaningful for that soul right and and it draws people in and there's communities that will form all around you the moment that you drop into the essence of who you are, because the essence of who you are does not play into the system.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm, I, I'm absolutely dumbfounded right now. I love what you're saying. It's just, yeah. It is so powerful. Like, it's honestly, it's just so powerful. It's, yeah. it's funny because I think, again, I'm just going to refer to myself because I can relate to what you're saying. And maybe that helps yeah. someone else hearing it. Totally. It is when I stopped resisting the story that was and what was happening mm-hmm. and yeah. stopped fighting it and took massive, massive ownership for myself and not trying to own everyone else. It, it literally people fell away. Like it literally fell away. Oh they yeah. They walked. They literally like, it was the most bizarre thing. And people that I thought were the closest people in the world, gone, just gone. Yep. And I don't have any hard feelings about that, but it, I can, at the same time, some of the most beautiful people stepped into our life that I'm like, where were they? Like, how did, how did, I, yes. how did I not see them? And yes. I didn't know them or I didn't meet them. So it's almost as if you start to stand into like less resistance, owning that who you are, that it, does it open up the doors to allow the people that are meant to be in your life? Yes. Yes.
1: So those are vibrational frequencies. Mm-hmm. So our bodies are energy. So we're emitting energy all of the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gratitude is the highest energetic, um, force that we can emit into the planet at any given moment. Hence why gratitude journals are like lit do them. Um, but what it is, is like, so you have a vibrational frequency and what ends up happening is your vibrational frequency attracts other people in the same vibrational frequency. When right. you start to change that vibrational currency, I call it a currency because it's almost like an exchange. When right. you start to change that within yourself, it always happens within. It is nothing external that is happening that it was so beautiful about it. That's why self-worth and spirituality are like super duper when they're combined together is yeah. the moment that you start to change that internal dialogue, the internal compass of who you are, that vibrational frequency omits into the world without you having to effort it there is no effort behind it; it is complete ease then anything that does not match that frequency drops like you just described and anything that matches that frequency then can come in mm-hmm. there's, there's, space. there's space there's space it just space. happens and it's like
0: yes. yeah it's a, i remember at the time thinking okay so it. This, I mean, it was a gut punch. A couple times, it was a gut punch because you're like, okay, I'm already feeling really poorly about myself. Yeah. And now, like, people that I thought were there are gone. So obviously, I did do a lot wrong. That's the the whole psychology of what your brain is thinking. But then I remember thinking, after the first one of one of my closest friends to this date, I would have never met if we hadn't dealt with this like never absolutely and it's so funny because we've helped each other through so many difficult times that every time now I trust that like if somebody leaves or something happens I'm like oh there's space I wonder what's going to happen and it's just this this allowing that something beautiful is going to happen next yes Yes,
1: absolutely. A hundred percent. And it's allowing that to be something And so, um, whenever I, I do anything, there's a, there's a bit of ambiguity about it because it's something like, I just want to create something beautiful. I don't know what that something is. All I know is that it will be beautiful and it will heal and it will bring peace. Like those are the things that I know for certain. If I try to give it always a thing or always a substance or always like a, a market, then it really starts to take away from this space that is allowed for when you just say, I'm just going to create something really beautiful today. Right. And then, and then it, then it opens it up for also you to be able to have an expressive outlet that isn't required only for within your business or only for within your personal development or only within your family or only within your kitchen. Like it can be, Oh, well maybe I'll pick up a paintbrush today just because I want to create something beautiful. Mm-hmm. And like, you just never know where that actually goes. No. It,
0: and so there's a definitely a, um, an experience of trusting yes. the like trusting that process and I mean it's just again the opposite of resistance right the more we resist and the more we numb to not feel are we keeping ourselves stuck for even longer potentially oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah absolutely
1: yes so when a large part of humanity
0: that is the way that they handle day-to-day things is resistance fighting it victimhood and numbing It's no wonder we're not creating a lot of change, or change that could be happening.
1: Change that could be happening. It's and it's like it's honoring everyone's journey, honoring Mm -hmm. the life, honoring and recognizing that for whatever reason. And this is something that I think about is like, oh, oh, why? Why do we have to have like different vibrational currencies? Why can't we all just be on the same vibrational currency? Like what? Like (laughs) why couldn't we just do that? Um, and, and those are questions that I don't, those are answers. I don't have those answers. All Mm -hmm. I can go is based off of our stories. So our shared stories, our shared experiences often bring us together when we, um, allow ourselves to stop the numbing, then the emotions start coming in. When mm-hmm. we hold space for the emotions, then we can start to recognize that there is a pattern of behavior that isn't serving us, which is often victimhood. When we mm-hmm. start to take ownership for the fact in which that we live in victimhood, then we can start to bring um, uh, healing, which is like a purpose into our life and and then take the step towards doing something courageous with it. Um, but it, it is a journey. It's a process. So as much as I would like love to be like, yeah, if we all just did this, then we all would be, but I, I feel like it kind of takes away against the, yeah. the sacredness of the journey and allowing just really allowing each person to come alongside you as a lesson. And Oh my goodness. Sometimes they're really painful lessons and sometimes they're like the most beautiful lessons. So, um, yeah,
0: yeah. It's so, so powerful and so true. And I think, yeah. And you're right. Like, I mean, it'd be great if everybody just got along and everybody stepped into their gifts and everybody did all the positive things, but then that's one person controlling the journey. And that's not, I said, I got to a point where I said that with my kids. I mean, it was their journey. It's not mine anymore. It was theirs.
1: I I hear you on that. That's a really tough one. Oh, it
0: was, it was very tough, but it was a freedom that all of the sudden, and I mean, I do believe that something, something's changed because of that, because it wasn't mine to fix anymore. And I always say two people can't own the same thing. So you can't like, you can't both own a behavior one. It's exactly one or the other. And if you're both owning it, then no one's owning it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. This imagery came to mind of like, if you picture yourself on a really really beautiful island and mm-hmm. it's just gorgeous and the sun's out and i mean you've got like a coconut drink and everything just feels really good the water you can hear it laughing and it's really really beautiful and um and then you start to relax but before you relax you start thinking about all of these things that you haven't done all of these places that you really wish you had gone to all of the people that um you uh wish that you like could see and that kind of stuff and then all of a sudden before you know it, that experience of being in that present moment of, rec- of, of really just enjoying all of the mm-hmm. scenery around you and really taking that in and letting that be your experience, you're bringing up and trudging up all of this other stuff that actually isn't a part of your present moment. The hence why it's like the power of now is actually really super transformative. It's not trying to turn a blind eye to the things that are happening or anything like that. It's just really recognizing that in this moment, you can always come back to a place of peace within you by coming into that place of stillness and going like, I am here right now. Right. I am not, I'm not in fight or flight. We like, right. right? We're, we're actually not in that, you know, if we, we create that, right. We We create that,
0: create that. Right.
1: Exactly. If there isn't an actual event happening in the moment that is causing you to be in fight or flight, then you actually aren't in it. It's something that is produced because it's, it's a habit. It's part of um, a, like a history of, of, of civilization. But but if you can come into that still quiet place and start here, no, here I am and hold on, yeah. there's the ocean, the sun, I can feel it on my skin. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, and and align yourself to to be there. <sighs> It's like, I don't, it is powerful. I don't want, I don't want it to disown or disacknowledge like what happens though, because there are some things that happen that take our breath away that knock the knee, like knock us out, like completely over. Yes. And um,
0: they're really, they're, they're hard.
1: Um, But at some point there's a life cycle. Mm -hmm. So life, death, life. And this is something that I learned from the book, women Who run with the wolves and the life, death, life cycle is has to be honored because Every single experience that we are ever going to have will have a beginning and an end and a beginning. Mm. And if we don't allow for the end, we miss out on a
0: beginning. So, beginning, end, and beginning. And if we don't allow for the end, we miss out on the beginning. Yeah. Wow. Oh gosh, that is just so, I love that. Like, I love that. I never, I just never looked at it that way before. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so you—I mean, I did—I mean, my mind's blown. So, yeah. <laughs> in a good way. It's great. It's just a different way of thinking of it, and I love it because um, that—I mean—that's how all change happens, right? Is we just have to be able to look at things differently, see them differently, think about it differently, bring Absolutely. new thoughts in, mm-hmm, and trust feel into it, it.
1: feel yeah. into
0: it, yeah, yeah, definitely feel into it. So was life always like this? Ah, uh, no. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right? You no. Know, hey, like, we yeah. only coach and speak on things yeah. that we have learned, right? We, yeah, we typically do. So I know there's obviously a story that leads into how you got to here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's such an important question because uh, everybody, I don't, like, it doesn't not matter who they are. Like, we are all on the equal level. Mm-hmm. Um, some of us have just... Um, Just forgiven ourselves, I think, more than others is really, I think, a lot of time what it boils down to. Yes. So, so self worth came into my life at a time when I was really, really angry, um, incredibly disappointed about life, and was massively
0: resistant
1: to anything that could help or could bring
0: some light into my life.
1: Um, So I'm almost laughing because I'm like, that is it. Do I have the
0: same person on in the interview that I started with? Am I
1: crazy? Completely opposite. Yes. Go ahead. Sorry. Completely opposite. No, it's good. It's good to point that out because uh, I think it one it it creates a human connection to anyone who's listening right now. Who's like, you know what? This is BS. Like, I'm sorry, but you're telling me that there's a vibrational currency, and all I have to do is change my vibrational currency to gratitude. If you only knew how horrible my life was, you wouldn't be saying that. So I was that person. Okay. So that's I totally okay. understand. Yeah. I'm laughing. Sorry. It's just funny. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, because that, I mean, I, 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 I sat and I listened to things and I was like, that's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm out. Um, yeah. let me just put the TV back on so I can just numb like my pain yeah. or let me just go drink on the weekend with a bunch of people who don't care about me so that I can just numb <laughs> my pain. Um, yeah. and, and that's what it was. It was, um, I found myself two, two pinnacle moments that stand out the most to me. Um, yeah, that are that are connected is um one uh when I had uh kiddos who mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for because they they were my self-worth coaches they shook everything up <laughs> um, I'm sure they did oh yeah and uh and I experienced postpartum depression mm. uh, I was 25 when I had my son I was 27 when I had my daughter And even at that time, I'd become so closed off to the world because I'd been harboring my anger, like it was like a trophy. And I just kept on polishing it day after day after day. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't know what to do with it because I did not grow up in a household that expressed emotion, that communicated um, from intention. Everything was a response. So I grew up learning how to respond. My responsibility to do something about it, absolutely, but it's helpful to know where we pick up some of our habits, right? Oh, of course. So, growing up, that was the experience. Um, if something happens, you respond to it, you don't feel your way through it, you don't be still. There is no such thing as meditation, there is prayer, but you only do that when you've sinned. Um, so, it was a really weird um, dynamic to to be, um, navigating through when I had children, I think what started happening is I think my brokenness started to come out, but I didn't know what to do with it. And so this depressive state came over, including lack of sleep, not enough nutrition, um, and just, you know, the general ups and downs of, of, of motherhood. Um, but, uh, I think the, my, my spirit within me was really um, saddened because I think I believe our spirit really knows what we're really capable of. And when we're not really Mm -hmm. tapping into that full potential, I think it kind of weeps for us because it's like, wow, like you're actually just incredible as you are. Um, Whoa, could you just stop beating yourself up? Because what I see is something really beautiful. And um, as I started crumbling down inside, um, it did make room for a lot of helpers to come into my life and mm-hmm. to offer me a hand. Now I slapped their hand and I didn't accept so much help that was trying to come in especially from like my husband and stuff like that because I wanted to keep my pain because it was really the only thing I knew and it was the only place yeah. I felt really comfortable. It's so I did. get it, right? Yeah, For anyone listening, yeah. anyone listening, I get it. I totally understand. It's like this really awesome shield that you brought into your life for protection. The thing is, is that whatever brought that into your life for protection, it's probably not there anymore. So, mm-hmm. um, that's where the power of vulnerability can come into to places when you share your story. But I wasn't even brave enough then to share my story. All I could do was scream and yell, um, and be enraged. Right. And, um, and I thought that maybe the world would be better without me. Um, I remember having thoughts of like, well, maybe if I just leave then everybody will be okay because I really didn't believe that I would be able to offer any value to these kids. Cause I really didn't like myself. I hated myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I genuinely would slap myself across the face would say all sorts of mean things into the mirror mm-hmm. when I looked in the mirror and all, like, it was like, I was really, um, I was on this, like, really path of, of not loving anything about no. me. Um, and so I didn't really want to, to have, to be, a, to be a mom to them because I really didn't think I was going to do a very good job. And what happened though um, is this is a really weird one because it's not super spiritual and it's not super personal development. I find we have stages of awakening, and often the first stage of awakening is physical. And what I mean by that is we start to take better care of ourselves physically. So that was the only thing that I allowed into my life. And I started using a, um, nutritional cleansing system and it involved shakes. It involved herbs. It involved cleansing. And I was like red flagging it all over the place. Mm -hmm. I was like, I am not interested in this. I don't want this. But my husband had started using it. And even though I was like super jaded, super unwilling, there was this teeny tiny voice inside that was like, give it a try. Stop being so pigheaded. Mm-hmm. Give it a try. Nothing to lose, and right? Like really? really. Well, I thought I did though. I was like, oh my gosh, like if this doesn't work, then that means there is something wrong. Like oh my goodness. But I wasn't even looking for it to do anything.
0: It was really interesting. So I tried well, it two days you're later. Probably looking for the things to not work, right? Because that's where your totally. brain. Totally. Everything. Nothing. 100%. Right.
1: Hundred percent. I was right. I was like, I'll try it just so I can prove it wrong. Well, it proved me wrong, and I'm really grateful for it. It lit me up from inside two days into uh, using the system, and I had an energy. I had clarity. I had, um, this, like, I would say like a joy that I hadn't had in a really, really long time. Mm -hmm. Um, and it gave me enough energy to start plugging into personal development, to start Mm -hmm. going to seminars, to start going to retreats, to start actually investing some time into figuring out who, who I was. Um, Mm -hmm. and that was years, years worth hired coaching, um, read the books to listen yeah. to the podcast, absorb the information. Like, like I was really, really thirsty and I drunk as much as I possibly could of this beautiful world. And then, um, it transformed into all the things that I'm able to do today. But, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and hence the gifts of imperfection was because I remember when I picked up that book, I ordered, I didn't know who Brené Brown was. I didn't know like she no. was like a super awesome person. Um, and that kind of stuff, but I picked up her book, I read it. And the moment that these words came into my, um, mind of you are enough, you are enough. It just, another part of me broke and I finally started to accept it. It was really small, but I finally allowed myself to just be curious enough about my worth. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it just kept on going snowballing from there in a good way. Well, a good snowball, right? You had to almost
0: create, you almost had to have that space again, where you would allow, like, you know, if you start to feel a little bit better, then you can start to take in and absorb the information and start to feel a little bit better exactly take it in, yeah. And it's back and forth and it's not i always say it's not you can't just like um flush like water all kinds of positive right. on top of negative crap you you exactly. have to you have to create space to get rid of some of it so that you can absorb it and exactly yeah your cells have to absorb it your brain you have to start to yes. live it and it's not, it's what, cause then people will say like, what was the one thing? Like, did you just read books? And I'm like, no, it was no It, <laughs> it took multiple different things. And I think that's what I want to honor right now is the fact that you're saying like, you're talking about a journey that took probably a few years. Oh I yeah.
1: Guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Probably five, five years now. Okay.
0: Yeah. To so- get to
1: this point today
0: like I feel like today yeah yeah and I think that's important for anybody listening to listen to as Cassie spoke in the beginning and then as she spoke as this like where she was in not the great headspace like that journey took five years and I'm gonna say on behalf of her because I know it was work like it was work and it was choices it was just you're welcome it's it's not something that comes easy. I think that's the other misconception sometimes is that people assume that when you are speaking as the space you are in now, that it's always easy. And I'm sure you have built in some tools in your system that you use that are non-negotiable that help you to stay on track. So like when life goes wrong, because that's normal, that's, <laughs> it's what you totally. do with it, right? And that's the, that's the thing, right? Like you have to have those tools in place That work for you so that when things go wrong, you can pull right back on them and go, okay, this is what am I, what, what do I do next?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So some of the things that are like an automatic now that were not automatic before, but they're automatic now, um, when things aren't going great and I'm feeling overwhelmed, anxious, frustrated, Um, I go, this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this too shall pass. Um, I go, nothing lasts forever. This is not permanent, but what is permanent is my soul. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, I just, I remind myself that like, literally like this, this isn't forever. This isn't going to be like this forever. Um, And, and, you know, you've, you've been here before Mm -hmm. you, you've, you've witnessed yourself you know, feeling this before and it's never really served you. Um, you can honor your emotions. You can honor how you're feeling. You can express them, uh, but you, know, you don't dwell in them because right. they're not, they're just, they're just not going to serve that higher part of you that um, is now a part of my existence. Like now it's just a part of me. Um, so it's easier to grab for those tools now, a hundred percent. It wasn't, it mm-hmm. wasn't super easy all the time, but now it's really easy to be like, cast this social pass. Like, Cass, is this really what you want to be focusing on? <laughs> is this really what you want to give your energy to? And, like, you're, and inside you're mean. like, it's really not. And you you make me laugh. I love fight. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, you have this. I have this. There are times I'm like, Marsha, really? Right? Yeah. Like, are we going to – like, you know this doesn't work. You know it doesn't work. Like, this is not – if you – do you want to keep feeling this way or do you want to feel differently? Yeah. Oh, wait. You want to feel differently? Okay. Yeah. So this is not working. So what can you do differently? And I will literally talk myself through what I need to do next. It's not always automatic, but I can catch it and say, nope, this is not the way to be. And if I can't do it myself, I have those few friends that I call my lifeline. They're like, okay, I need to be like, I need the kick in the butt and I need the change in the thinking. Can you give me a hand? But you also have to be open to receiving that, right? You have to be open to being told, no, 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 this is not like... I can call people on their stuff, but I also have to be open to be called on my stuff, right? And that's the the thing is it's a give and take. So if you really want that relationship, you have to be open to be receiving that as
1: well. Absolutely. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Another tool that I will share that Mm -hmm. I think will be really beneficial um, is uh, nature. So nature connecting to it, being outside, um, really allowing myself to create some space in the day to be present with it. Mm-hmm. Is incredibly healing, an incredible useful tool, and one that is free, and also <laughs> that is something that, as women, we used to do a lot of before we were proclaimed witches wow. for doing so. So, just mm-hmm. like little things to start to pay attention to um, within within you is like if you ever feel that nudge to take a walk, if you ever feel like a call to just get to water. Um, I would totally always follow those impulses mm. every time that I followed those impulses, something beautiful has presented itself to me. That is a deeper understanding of my connection to the universe and, um, just keeps bringing me home. So I would say like, like really, um, allow yourself to soften into those other layers of being feminine mm-hmm. that at one point were seen as your weakness. They're really not. They're your strength. And you're gonna gather so much wisdom from those moments. Um so yeah, just that felt really important oh, to, to No, on. I think
0: it's very important. You have I have to ask you, I was gonna ask you this off camera, but I mean I'll ask you now, have you read Rise Sister Rise? Oh yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm totally not surprised. I just love, I love, I, I'm listening to you and I'm like, okay, I can almost feel like I'm hearing Rebecca Campbell. Yeah. Like it, that, yeah, I, that yeah. was a, I did not expect that book to hit me the way that it did. I found it's it a very, very powerful book. Yes. Yes.
1: Same here. Same here. Yeah. I think I read that on a plane ride going to LA at one point and I was just like, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't need to go to LA. I just need this book. <laughs> I know. It's,
0: it's very good. She's, um. I've also listened to it on Audible and she has an, a, the happiest voice. Like she just has a great voice. Oh, so it's very, okay. yeah, it's, a very much, but yeah, I just had to ask. Cause I thought you must, because I can hear just that language. It's, it's beautiful. Exactly. You've got it. Yes. It's beautiful. Yes. Thanks. So you have some tools and things that you offer and I'm going to put that in the show notes, but tell us a little bit about what kind of services and products and things that you have. Oh, absolutely. I'd be delighted to. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I
1: have a free video series and workbooks. It's a three-day um, session with me basically for free. Oh and it's called How to Claim Your Self-Worth. And um, uh, in the show notes, if you just click on it, it'll take you right to there. You just put your name and your email in, and then you'll automatically you'll get a video and a workbook awesome. right away, as well as every day following that at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will get uh, another video, <laughs> another workbook. And, uh, it's, it's an opportunity to see if this is really what's missing right. in your life right now. And it's an opportunity to see if like, um, there's something more for you to explore about your self-worth. If there's something more for you to explore about that part of you that could be spiritual that just may not really be fully present uh, and available to you right now, um, that you might be curious about. So it allows you and gives you some space. There, it's not long. The videos aren't long. The workbooks aren't long. They're really bite-sized uh, bits of information. Because right now we are kind of bombarded by a lot of things. Oh yeah. Um, so I didn't want to overwhelm anybody, um, but I did want to be able to put something together that started just to open up some doors of right. of. Um, of what would it be of, it's not curiosity, of, of investigation, mm-hmm. of looking into some things in life that may be okay, but then maybe some things aren't okay. And then what do we do when they're not okay? How do we come back to ourselves in a way that feels really good and that isn't about beating ourselves up for not being something else or someone else? Mm-hmm. Um, so they're available to um, anyone who is aching to just come a little closer to their self-worth. And um, there's also one-to-one coaching that I do offer. It's a a signature self-worth coaching series that I created. Um, And a lot of it has to do with just really listening, keeping things really simple and allowing my gifts of intuitive uh, healing connection to absolutely bring out the things inside of you that are sacred that are sovereign, that are just you, that are like how you said, Marsha, like your gifts and things like Mm -hmm. that. Um, And then a lot of healing takes place on these calls because there's a lot of women that come who have experienced trauma, abuse, um, manipulation uh, are unclear about how much their past has actually impacted them and they need a safe place to be able to unravel. And what's so beautiful is yes, we unravel, but, but I don't leave you broken. There's a wholeness that's going to come back into your life Mm -hmm. that is going to be very transformative. Um, So um, within that uh, one-to-one coaching that I do, um, it's very powerful. And that word's come up a lot, but it's just, um, it's just how alignment has dropped into my life allows me to hold space in such a powerful way for someone
0: else. Um, So,
1: yeah. Yeah. So those are are the resources. Oh, some
0: great resources. And I think that that is, I love how you said, is sometimes when you're dealing with things like this, people, and I've done it, I've, done, I've worked with coaches where it's like, I've, I leave feeling way more broken. <laughs> like, yeah. What am I going to do with this now? Because I feel yeah. terrible. So yeah. It's, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> That's not what it's meant to be, right? It's not at all. So I love how you said that because I think that that's really important that people realize, I mean, it's, it's changing patterns and changing mm-hmm. um, how we, are responding and what's happening to us. So yes, yeah. it requires like in and out. I just see this thing. Let's change this and let's bring this in. Totally. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Life, death, life. Absolutely. Life, uh, well, I love that. <laughs> I still love that beginning and beginning. I love yeah. that analogy. Yeah. I honestly, have never heard of that before. Mm. Um Where is the best place for people to connect with you? Ooh, Instagram.
1: I Instagram. I love Instagram. It's <laughs> so much fun. It's a creative outlet. I get to like put all sorts of pretty things together and like share things that I think are beautiful. And then behind the scenes, my Instagram stories, mm-hmm. I personally think they're a lot of fun. I'm having fun anyway. I don't know. Um, but but, but that's you being you, content. right? Then you exactly. connect with the
0: people you're to because you're being you. You're not trying to filter
1: oh. it. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a fun spot. And you will always see like my dog on there. I have a new smile Retriever. Her name is Molly. She's always in the stories. Um, there's oh, a couple, there's actually quite a few IGTV uh, videos in there that are really awesome. Um, so I definitely say, take a look at those, um, that's just awesome. to gather
0: some more information. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you so much. You're um, I just, I could talk to you forever. I have so many things that I want to say, but I want to kind of just wrap it up with a couple of questions, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. Um, if you could go back to any age in your life and you could pass young Cassie on a lesson, what lesson would you say?
1: You pick any. I would lo- I would love to say something like, you know, um like believe in yourself like you got this, but I think I have to leave her alone and let her continue on in her journey because where she's gotten to now it's really beautiful, that I don't want to do anything that would let her know that she needed to change something because everything happened so
0: that she could be who she is today, and that I just really love her so That is that again, powerful saying word, but honestly, that is really, I love that because when people say like, what are your regrets? And I'm like, you know, there are times I wish I would have learned some lessons sooner, but I had to learn them in the right time for them to stick, for them to actually become part of me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. And my last question that I always ask is what lesson in life are you the most grateful for? Mm, Gratitude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, learning.
1: I did not know how to be grateful, and that's why I was so angry and bittered. Um, Yeah, I, I gratitude uh, changed my life um, in such a way that it's one I'm still learning. Like I still apply it Mm -hmm. to my life because Mm -hmm. it's that. It's that. It's that powerful, and it's it's useful. So, um, gratitude. I'm just so grateful to be here right now. Right now this is this is it like this is amazing i'm alive Mm -hmm. um i i exist right now
0: and there's something really beautiful about that so
1: yeah i love
0: that i love that see that's the thing is is that learning how to live now yeah is is it takes work and it takes practice but it is you're right it is the most it's when we are our most powerful it is when we are our most present and we are aware of our surroundings we are aware of what's happening we don't add stories to it as Mm. a friend of mine always says i love that she's like no stories no stories Mm -hmm. don't do the stories Mm -hmm. because the stories is is when we bring in everything back past yeah and and then we change what's happening now so hundred percent it's so powerful to be able to focus on right now i love that i love that
1: Wise stories you have there. She's a very <laughs> wise friend.
0: Every time she's one of my, she's one of my lifelines and I'll call her and she's Aww. like, no stories, no, no, no stories. Love Stop it. Stories. Like just oh. what is going on right now? And I was like, oh, right. So the 10 things I just told you, it's actually only one. Like,
1: <laughs> i love it i love it i'm sorry. Sure i was trying to compile a bunch of evidence that would prove my theory that life is horrible i'm sorry i won't
0: do that again <laughs> i know but you have to be open to be called yes. on it and that's totally. that's why we have a very good relationship in the sense that i will say that and i'm calling like i know i can't ship this myself right now i'm stuck in something I and know. then all of a sudden it's one or two words and it's like right okay i needed that yeah 100 percent that's 100%. awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I mean, there's just going to be so much value in that, so much different shift of thinking. And I love that because that's where growth happens. So I cannot thank you enough for um, being as just real, raw, honest, and sharing your story with us because you definitely have left people with some tools on how to create those shifts and where they can reach you. So I thank you so much, Cassie.
1: Uh, You're very welcome. And Marsha, thank you equally. It's grateful to be here and just to be able to be present and hang out with all these beautiful people that are listening right now. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for spending time with us because there's a lot of things you could be doing today. So it means the fact that you're here is really, really great. So just really appreciative um, of being able to share my passion because that's always lights me up. So
0: thank you. Thank you so much. You can absolutely tell the energy there is awesome. I (laughs) love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for joining us today on this episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And I cannot wait for your feedback to hear how much you love this this um, session. Thank you so much, Cassie. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Until next time, remember, when you own your choices, you truly own your life.